When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the NBA, the game can change at an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets by betting 5 bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. You can even bet on Luka's MVP odds at the end of the year. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code VACH, V-O-C-H, VACH. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code VACH, V-O-C-H, VACH. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void, and ONT. Bonus best expire 168 hours after assurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, come on inside and get yourself something cool to drink. What's happening? Listen, man. Appreciate y'all. First and foremost, um, I'm bullshitting. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm bullshitting. Wait, can I? Can I go back on this thing? Can I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to the essential workers at the Blue Flame, man. Damn, I gotta wait for the countdown too. It's all good. We'll wait. We ain't doing nothing else. You know, we had to speed through it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's okay. You know, sometimes I get so. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, man, sometimes I get so caught up in in in, in uh, having my own producing and all that. I forget to show love. I forget to, you know what I'm saying, bow to show respects, you know, so why the cops, all the essential workers of the blue flame, you know? My fault. My fault. I must always give respects to the essential workers that are working essentially at the Blue Flame. Appreciate y'all today. Um, we got a bit of a short week. Is what it is. Master William Skywalker Stillium is not here today. He's taking care of some business. Love him to pieces. Check him out at Skywalker Steel. S T E L E. Um, Pat and O.C. Walker will uh, be on the show Thursday. Koye Media is going to be on there tomorrow. A to Z Dallas on YouTube in the morning, 830 to 30. Go over there, check them out. It's 380 people in here, and the fun part about it is I just told y'all that he's not here, but y'all already know when the numbers get up a little bit, they're going to be like, where's Sky? Y'all know I'm going to play around like he's here. And y'all can be in on the joke, too. It's, it's fine. <clears throat> we'll just cross that business whenever we get there. Um... 
But with it being a short week, we have a lot of things to do today. A lot of stuff to do today. And in real life, I was just going to go over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I was going to go like nine plays of offensive line for y'all. I was just going to. I'm just going to break down nine plays of offensive line for y'all. Um, I, I just felt like I was in a good mood. If you want to see me break down, what was it, 50 some odd plays of offensive line, do y'all tap into the Patreon, patreon.com slash uh, Vach Lombardi, and we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be breaking down everything as a whole. I had a pretty, a pretty sizable Patreon class today. They came through, and they got their film. It was good. Vach, the mic is distorted slightly. Maybe it's the volume. Let's see. Give me, give me, give me, give me 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds. Let me talk at the... Yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. I'm going to bring this down a little bit right there. I don't want to blow y'all ears out. Let me hit that button right there. Does this sound... Be- Hell, yes, yeah, a little better. A little better. A little, little better. A little better. Dom the Monko. Whatever it takes, okay? Whatever it takes, John Q. Um... So this is what we got today. I want to share nine plays of offensive line with y'all today. And it's really going to be grand scheme offense that we're going to get into. But uh, y'all know how I do with my offensive line stuff. But, uh, you know, it's a it's a very busy time of year. It's a very busy time of year. So we're constantly getting uh, brand new news and things like that. Uh, I mean, you know, everyone's, you know, assumes that just because we Cowboy fans, that's the reason why we're saying good things about Dak Prescott. And they just dare somebody that's not a Cowboy fan to say something good about Dak Prescott. Ex-coaches say great things, and you know what they do? They say, man, you're not Bill Belichick. You ain't feeling Okay. You know, people that watch film say great things about Dak Prescott. Oh, you know, that's, you, just, you just screaming to a mic, dog. You don't know what you're talking about. Hey, yes, whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean? Credentialed writers and all that. They say, hey, man, we ain't finna listen to you, writer. Saying good things about you, you a homer. Wish y'all hoes would say somebody Aaron Rodgers. Wish y'all bitch ass would say somebody Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers on the uh, Pat McAfee show, and, y- and and look, y'all know me normally. If it's an eight minute clip, I'm bound to give like what commentary over four minutes of it, dog. We might we might get the whole eight in. We might get the whole eight in because the one thing y'all better not let happen is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time come in and say the same shit that Vosh Lombardi been saying to you. Did you hear what I said? No, oh, no, 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 no. Y'all don't want that to happen. We gonna listen and see what the hell he talking about. Uh, then we got the film, and then tomorrow we're going to get into breakdown of the Seattle Seahawks in which I you know humbly you know how I feel but y'all know how I go um, but right now I want to give you guys an update on Darius Shaq Leonard in which I thought that he was two damn people let me tell you something man don't talk to me like I'm that vice from three years ago I'm in a higher place you know I tapped a lot of people on the shoulders to get this information and, and look, y'all, y'all heard this information probably already. If you, if you out in the streets and your thinking cap was on, you probably heard this information. But you ain't hear this information when I heard it. Did you hear what I said? But it's all good. Listen, listen, listen. <clears throat> anyway, um, Darius Shaq Leonard that I thought was two people. Um, he's 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 left Dallas. He's not here no more. And you know, apparently, you know, it it wasn't one of those. Um, you know, you get blown away. You don't even go to the other team. I just think he was going to go see what the other team was talking about regardless. And then my my pride kind of got involved, right? Because I'm a man at the end of the day. And you know the one thing I wasn't going to do? I wasn't going to be in a situation like the Eagles and the Cowboys got to fight to the death next week and the winner go get Darryl. Hey, now, yo, look, cuz, if you ain't here right now, hey, if you ain't trying to be here right now, Hey, cuz, if you ain't trying to be here today, then, then just move on. <laughs> we ain't trying to play. You know, we, we we saw what it was like last year. And it's funny that we can make this comparison, right? Um, I've been saying all week, this isn't like a T.Y. Hilton situation. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I felt like Darius Leonard is, is much better of a of a, of a a player than, than T.Y. Hilton was. You know, T.Y. Hilton set out the whole year because he wanted his kids to play football. And he wanted to watch that. You know what I'm saying? Um... Darius Leonard been playing football like he played football this month, 
right? So if he was to come in, this wouldn't be like some huge acclimation period. You know, Martavis Bryant been playing football, but he been playing um, XFL. He been playing for the Saskatchewan Silly Nannies and all that. You know what I mean? He ain't been, you know, football shaped to this level, to this speed. Shaquille is different, right? Um, But just hearing some things today, and like I said, y'all have probably heard this at this point, but boy, I feel great. When I heard it, boy, because it's, it's just it just confirms that hey man, we just doing okay over here in this little YouTube world. But apparently, um, he been he been dealing with with some with some with some injuries that's a little worse than what we thought. Normally, when you hear about somebody that got a little injury history, you'll think, oh, okay, we'll bring him in, we'll heal him up. But this might be like an Odell Beckham type injury situation where I right, we we really got to weigh the pros and cons here. Like we really got to weigh. Um, what we're trying to get here. Shouts out to Coyote. He won a jersey in the Zach Golson jersey giveaway. Shouts out to Coyote. Shouts out to Coyote. Um, I already got with you, sir. You'll uh, get your jersey soon. I'm going to tap in with Zach Golson and all that. Um, Apparently, like it's it's some disc in his back, it's some nerves, it's some other little drop foot shit going on or whatever. But the difference between, because I know y'all y'all hear drop foot and you go straight to Jalen Smith. I think the difference between his drop foot is that he can actually run on it. Like when you watch the film of Darius Leonard, he can move on his drop foot. But to be fair, to be fair, Jalen could run on his drop foot for a little while. For a little bit, he could run on his drop foot. And then before you know, he had to pick his damn foot up before he changed directions, right? Is that what we're getting from Shaq Leonard? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it was something that they had to think about. Uh, y'all call in, by the way. DJ DJ says OBJ is balling. And, man, look, you could say that, like, with a curve or, 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 or with a caveat if you want to. Odell Beckham has had a couple of good games. But I think even Ravens fans, Coach Evans in here, I think even Ravens fans will tell you that Odell Beckham isn't the level of Odell Beckham that, uh, that, that, that comes with Odell Beckham. Plus, 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 how long did it take Odell Beckham to get to being he just cool? Coach just says he's okay. How long did it take Odell Beckham to get to okay? This is a big part of my point here now, right? We can come out here and we can get into a fist fight with the Eagles over Darius Leonard. I'm going to tell you why I fold this damn paper. I, I got you. Bro. We can get into a fist fight with the Eagles over 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 Darius Leonard. But if Darius Leonard's not going to be 100% till next year, then this ain't even a conversation we need to be having. This ain't even a conversation we need to be having, right? So this isn't really like a T.Y. Hilton, Martavis Bryant type situation, Jonathan Hankins type situation. This is similar to an Odell Beckham situation. It's similar to an Odell Beckham situation in a way of, man, do we have to court you? Do we have to court you? Do we have to take you to a Mavs game? You go see Luca. Do we have to? And honestly, if you want Vach's opinion, uh, none of y'all care about Vach's opinion. Y'all just came here at 306. If you honestly want Vach's opinion, I don't think the Cowboys linebacker situation is as uh as big of an emergency as the eagles is as the eagles is linebacker emergency i think that they're having a legitimate linebacker emergency i just think we got some safeties that's playing some real good linebacker right now but i do feel like darius leonard would be playing better linebacker for us and look don't get me mistaken don't get me wrong don't get me wrong hey man look the news can you know uh uh michael gelkin can hit the wire right now. He can say, hey, man, he got there and it was cold as hell. He ain't like how cold it was in Philly. He signed up with Dallas. I'm fake. I'm phony. I'm phony. But what we heard a couple days ago is that the 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 Darius Shaq Leonard, that's one person, the Darius Shaq Leonard news about his injury is a real life thing. But it's a little worse than what we thought it was. Apparently, that's what, uh, that's what, that's what they was doing, you know, that's what took so long for this thing to formulate. Jerry Jones did say he was going to take him out to lunch. He was going to write on the napkin and slide it across the table. And I'll tell him what was on that napkin. But I feel like we all feel like, right? We all, we all feel like when Jerry Jones starts writing on napkins and telling stories and talking about legacy. And before you know it, Troy Aikman show up and he say, Hey, look, this is what you can do for your country and your Dallas. It, it sounds like a military speech, you know, like you're trying to get somebody to sign up and shit. People normally don't walk away from that going. I'll see. I'll see. You know what I'm saying? 
they normally walk away with hell yeah sign me up let's do this right now let's get it you know what i mean but they walked away same way the odell beckham walked away cowboys kind of right about odell beckham man so listen man i'm not gonna make this uh i'm not gonna make this uh not gonna poo poo on 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 Darius Leonard or anything like that. I'm not gonna say a bad thing because I do think he's a good player and I do think he can help us and I do think because look to be fair you know Jalen Smith was healthy for a little while but you just don't pay him big money <laughs> you don't expect that dude to play a whole bunch of games for you right if you acquired Darius Shaq Leonard I want to call him Darius so bad North Carolina State if you acquired Darius Leonard Darius Leonard and He's only asked to play. Well, shit, he's trying to sit around and wait, and he's trying to make a sword fight on the back of a horse for it, and then he'll show up. And then, so look, Darius Leonard might only play four games for us. Y'all remember Odell Beckham said the same shit, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, hey man, look, if you want to, and maybe this is just. The temperament of our locker room rubbing off on me, man. But like, if you want to party, let's party. If you want to go on this victory lap, hey, man, if you want to come through, come through. But if not, man, I just, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the attempt. I hope you enjoyed the food. Chad, what y'all think Jerry Jones buy, buy you for lunch when you go to lunch with Jerry Jones on the helicopter flying over Alaska? What you think's for lunch when you, when you, when you flying around having lunch with Jerry Jones? What you think's on the menu? Like, dog, like, hey, man, if you, and, and I, ain't, I ain't call him a diva like Odell. I ain't calling him saying none of that. It's just that, bro, if you want to help us, we'll find a way to rotate Clark and Marquise and we'll play Rashawn Evans and we'll, and, and, you know what I'm saying? But if you hear I'm phony, I take it all back. Did you hear what I said? It is what it is. Chat, what's your thoughts on this? Because, um, like I said, man, like if you look at the Eagles, Zach Cunningham is hurt. Nicole Dean is hurt. He'll be back in a, in a, in a, couple of weeks but he's hurt too you know what i'm saying and you know some other miscellaneous little things going on there and and you play dallas next week i know dallas got seattle this week but and, and y'all got uh 49ers this week but y'all got dallas next week with linebacker problems y'all got 49ers this week with linebacker problems you know what I'm saying? i feel good about our guys love to have them but i don't want to get into a big fight over this i don't want to get into a big fight especially when the back situation is a little worse and the nerve situation is a little worse we'll see chat we'll see but what y'all think the np says pause <laughs> speaking of which speaking of which we played to watch the football wizard where the hell was jabril where the hell was jabril I don't know. Somebody said that they have a steak with 400, pardon me, with 14 karat gold shavings. Man, y'all know gold paper, like edible gold paper, ain't but $20. <laughs> don't bring that negative energy in here with, with Marcus Peters talk. Hey man, I saw, I saw he was having some little problems too. Somebody was like, Vaj, would you sign Marcus Peters? And like, it sounded too good to be drawn. And I don't know what the hell had, what, what, what's going on with Marcus Peters. You do a little research, boy. All the, all the Raiders fans tell you that he ain't even trying right now. Why would we want to bring a dude who ain't even trying in our locker room? Why would we do it? Why would we do it? 224 says you're doing too much, Vaj. We don't know. We don't know the medicals. Hey, dog, don't talk to me like I'm that vice from three years ago, man. Don't talk to me like I'm that vice from three years ago, man. Come on, dog. Plus, even if that's the case, if you on social media and your thinking cap was on and you go search for it, uh, there's a couple people telling you about his about his injury situation right now. So it's it's cool. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This this ain't me breaking news right now. You know what I'm saying? This ain't me. This ain't me. This ain't me breaking news. You know what I'm saying? You can go find this information if you want to. <laughs> you can go find this information if you want to. Brother L said, nah, you don't know the medicals. Man, I was hit up in a damn group chat. And I was just like, boy, this is this. Look, if I can have a humble, respectful moment with my glasses off, it did kind of take me to this situation to where, you know, I used to uh I used to pray about days like this. I used to daydream about days like this. And I just get hit up in this damn group chat with information I ain't even asked for. I'm like, damn, dog, this person just want me in the know. 
And I was like, damn, dog. I just kind of felt a little blessed for a little bit, but it is what it is. Uh, well, why the Cowboys checking him then, brother? Are they checking him for the medical situation? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? All right, man. Dude, dude got his medical from. Hey, man, we're not gonna say nothing mean by nobody. Anyway, um, before we get into this film that I have right here, before we get into the film that I have, we got anybody on the phone? Got a couple, got a couple people on the phone. Y'all don't go nowhere. Before we get into this film, though. Um, boom, boom. This just came across my desk. This just came across my recommended section. Whatever, whatever. Right. And it says Aaron Rodgers spills wisdom on Dak Prescott's. Here we go. And I'm like, man, what the hell did that title even mean? And the first thing I thought of, I'm like, man, Aaron Rodgers better not be giving Dak Prescott any kind of, you know, any kind of props, any kind of love. He better not be saying anything positive about Dak Prescott because I'm coming after the Dak Prescott haters if if if, if that's the case. But apparently Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rodgers what he thought about Dak's cadence, and Aaron Rodgers just took a a a, a just a there we go. He um he just he just he just took a moment to himself to just say nice things about Dak Prescott. Then he started talking about the damn about the damn situation. I'm just like, hey man, you please don't give Dak please just don't don't give Dak too too much props. Just don't give Dak too for eight minutes. Thank you, Nick. Just for eight minutes. Just don't give Dak too much props, man. Because it's just I I might I'm I'm. I, I may be a little less humble by the end of this, but let, let's just let's just see. Um, he's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. That's enough. That's enough. I don't need to hear shit else. Dog, when one of the best quarterbacks of all time say, "Dog, he'll never say that about Kirk Cousins. He'll never say that about." What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until proven otherwise. He ain't said that shit by Jalen Hurts. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to mind my business, though. All right, we're going to go ahead and rewind a little bit, Aaron Rodgers. We're going to go. Let's do what That's you got. a great question. I mean, just first I want to talk about Dak because um, he's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Okay, let's stop. Chet, let's play a game, Chet. Let's play a game. In terms of quantity, that's counting things, right? In terms of quantity, 
Let me just see how he said it again. Cause, cause look, look, I'm a content king. I I break down uh I break down three minutes in in three in two hours. Let me hear Pat McAfee's question. Let me hear Pat McAfee's question. Okay? Cause I went straight to Aaron Rodgers. Let me rewind this shit. We're gonna go straight to Pat McAfee's question and then we'll in his cadence, uh, apparently in twenty twenty three. Okay, we know he was nineteen. Like you hear about this, and then Russell Wilson has this cadence that I heard, and and it kind of infiltrated. I think I was listening in my car as we were driving home from Lucas Oil Stadium, and it sounded like it was nineteen ten with football. This is what he said. Russell Wilson's cadence stinks, but hold on, let's just hear. I don't even know what Pat McAfee even asked. I just want to. I just want to see something. I didn't even know that existed. So, uh, like, you're a person to ask who, because obviously the hard count and the cadence God damn is right. something that you're like world renowned for at this at this point. Why is the here we go entering my life, and how did this not happen beforehand? And what is like the evolution of cadences that we've got to this point where there's so many different ones seemingly at the same time? Well, I think. That's a great question. I mean, just first, I want to talk about Dak because. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all, goof ass something. Not only did Pat McAfee ask about Dak Prescott's cadence in particular, then he had a follow up about Dak Prescott's cadence. He said, Hey, man, what you think about Dak's cadence? Then he followed up with, Hey man, you know how cadences go sometimes, right? You know these quarterback be boys. Aaron Rodgers, you a you a cadence talking mother. You 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 got to read the greatest cadence of all time. Tell us about Dak Prescott's cadence. He asked Aaron Rodgers about Dak Prescott's cadence three times in a row. And you know what Aaron Rodgers said? One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, unforeseen and unprovoked. You know what he did? He said. Hey, yo, Pat, that's a great question, but let me just tell you how much I like Dak Prescott. Let me just tell you how much I like Foe right now. I be damned. Chat, then I want to ask you this before we move on. What is the quantity of favorite? What quantity or amount, Marcus Harrison, check your, uh, check your uh, notifications. I left your comment. What quantity is associated with one of my favorites, right? For example, if I ask Brother L, I say, Brother L, what do you think about red velvet cake? If he says, well, red velvet cake is one of my favorite cakes, is that one of your favorite out of five cakes? Like, that can't be one of your favorite out of 30 cakes, because that ain't, you know what I'm saying? That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be one of your favorites. That'll just be a cake that you like, one out of 30. So, chat, what's, how do we quantify? See, Vach asking the real damn questions around here. Vach asking, asking the real shit around here. How do you quantify one of my favorites? Because Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee's show on ESPN cut him off. Cut him off. Just to say, hey man, Dak is one of my favorite cakes. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, wah, wah, wah. Chat. How do we quantify one of my favorites? Like Sheila in the chat right now. Sheila, when you cooking pot roast, what's one of your favorite sides to cook with it? Sheila gonna name two items, three, four, no. Sheila not going to say eight sides that she could cook with pot roast. She can cook eight sides, but that ain't one of her favorites. What are we doing here? Is it interesting to anyone else that McAfee is asking Mike McCarthy's old coach about Mike McCarthy? No, no, no. We, we got plenty of time to get in the mess. We got plenty of time to get into mess. I want to know. What's what, like how many, top three? I'm seeing people say top three. Number one, heaven on earth massage parlor, please. I see a bunch of people saying pause, but I don't care nothing about that, dog, because Aaron Rodgers, 
Let's just run and hear what he got to say. Cause he just cut Pat McAfee off. He just cut Pat McAfee off and said, I'm answering what I want to answer. Some time. Well, I think that's a great question. <laughs> has a great question, by the way, but let me just see what the fuck I want to see. I mean, just first I want to talk about Dak because um, he's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Oh. Uh, I've watched more football this year than any other year because in normal years, you just. You mean to tell me in a year where Aaron Rodgers is watching the most football he's ever watched, he's mostly watching Dak Prescott. Y'all motherfuckers is sick if y'all don't hit the internet streets and tear that shit up. Y'all can hold this information humbly all you damn want. If you don't hit the internet streets with this, then y'all scared. Uh, let's please get this question. I keep rewinding this. He ain't gonna never answer the goddamn question. He ain't gonna never answer this question. But let's, let's get. Uh, I've watched more football this year than any other year because in normal years you just you're getting ready for games, so you never watch some football, right? And you might see some scores on your phone, and maybe every now and then, you know, see a Sunday night game, uh, and you might get Monday part of Monday or Thursday, but you're not you're just not not watching a lot of games. And this year, I watch a lot more games than usual, and you know. Tom had some comments about Brady had some comments about some of the mediocrity in the game. And I just want to say Dak is not who he was talking about. Shit, okay. boy. Okoye, this is Vash Lombardi calling live from the Vash Lombardi podcast. Do you have two minutes to spare? Always for you, good brother. What's good with it? How do you quantify one of my favorites? For example, if I offered you, or just I said, Okoye, like, like, what do you think about red velvet cake? And you say, oh, red velvet cake is one of my favorites. Is that right. is that one out of three? Or five or maybe seven cakes. It can't be 10 or 11 cakes, right? If somebody says, oh, that's one of my favorites, how many cakes is that? It depends on, see, that's, that's, that's selective because mm. it depends on the person. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a fat if motherfucker that just, just eat a whole bunch of cakes, right? Okay, right. that's Which one is his favorite car? Right. He got like 100 of them, so mm. he might say, you know, three or four of them is some mm. of his favorites out right. of the hundreds that he has, right? Okay. Whereas if you ask a guy who got two, he's going to pick one. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. I guess it's, it's, it's selective. But when you're talking about a team, you know, I would say, you know, on a defense or offense. No, I ain't. I, no, I'm no, Koye, Koye, slow down, Koye. I ain't asked you all. Koye, let me. Oh, okay, right. okay, how about this? What if it was 32 cakes? It was only 32 cakes and a man says, oh, well, that's one of my favorite cakes. How would you quantify that if it was 32 cakes? One was oh, yeah. injured. <laughs> if it's uh, one of my favorites out of thirty-two, yeah, I mean that that gotta be, I say five, goddamn, depending on how loose you are. Corey, let me tell you yeah. something. Let me tell you something. The Pat McAfee podcast is 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 no longer just a miscellaneous YouTube shit. It is a a, a nationally syndicated podcast that comes on ESPN right now. And Aaron right. Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you can probably put him top five. He went on Pat McAfee's podcast. Pat McAfee asked him about cadences. Aaron Rodgers cut him off and said, "You know what? I want to talk about Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the game right now. I've been watching a lot more football than I ever have, and Dak Prescott is one of my favorites." Okoye, how many quarterbacks you think is in Aaron Rodgers' favorites to where he can look and say, "Oh, Dak Prescott's one of mine's." Yeah, like I said, like five. About five. five. So, 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 so on the grade. But, 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 but mm -hmm. with con contextually speaking, mm. if I ask you and you offer me that, that's mm. different. You're going to give me, I'm going to say it's about five. Right. But if y'all don't ask and you tell me, mm. and that's at the top of your mind, and I mean one, that mm. is your favorite. 
So it's from one to five. Boy, wisdom. Okoye Media, all platforms. Thank you so much, sir, for your wisdom. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, boss. Talk to you, man. Thank you, sir. Okoye Media say anywhere from one to five. Okoye Media say anywhere anywhere between one to five. Okay, we're just going to keep on listening. Um, for a number of reasons. But I just love that it, he's really playing the position. What I mean by that is I'm watching him make Ringo calls. So that's protection adjustments against these crazy looks and picking things up. I'm watching him, uh, you know, bring the tight end back in against the zero pressure and throw an old concept we used to run for a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb. I love when you do that. I'm watching him use his cadence uh, beautifully. And, and, uh, and Beautifully. 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 What's up, big homie? Law Nation, this is Vash Lombardi calling you live from the Vash Lombardi podcast. Do you have three minutes for me, sir? Yeah, man, I got I got three minutes with you. Let's go. Law Nation, uh, you know, you one of my big homies, you one of my OGs, man. So I always come to you for for guidance and questioning about life, sir. Um what how do you quantify one of my favorites? I'll give you an example. If I say, Law Nation, do you like red velvet cake? And you say, Yeah, Vach. Red velvet cake, one of my favorites. Is that one of your favorite out of three cakes? Out of five cakes, how many? How many? How many cakes does it take to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Red velvet, German chocolate, and then uh, that's three. Chocolate uh, to me, you know. So yeah. red velvet got to be it's, it's it's on top. It's red velvet, and then there's German chocolate. Man, so so it's one of one of. But if if I got a, a choice between just a plain sheet cake and German chocolate, then I'm going with German chocolate. But if I got multiple choices out there, then I'm going to always go with real velvet first, right? That's how, I think that's how you got to quantify it, right? Mm. Man, I tell you what, man. Yeah, so, 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 Lord, <laughs> you, so you telling me that Aaron Rodgers go on Pat McAfee's show and Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rodgers about he ain't even say nothing about the Cowboys. He talking about the weather. They talking about your favorite cameras. They talking about what uh-huh. kind of what they talking about what kind of shoes you're gonna wear. Just totally not even talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers cut off Pat McAfee, the host of the Pat McAfee show, to gloat right. about how much he loved Dak Prescott. He says this is the most football I've ever watched in my life, Law Nation. And you can right. imagine, you can right. imagine how much football Aaron Rodgers been watching. And he said that Dak Prescott is one of my favorites. So what you telling me, based on your information, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Dak Prescott is top three to Aaron Rodgers. Is what you saying? Because he ain't saying about Jalen yeah. Hurts. Yeah. Boy, you put it on me like like it's not like he's a cheesecake. It's not like he's a seat cake because even a seat cake, he wouldn't have brought that up. Right. So by him saying that Dak Prescott is one of his favorites, that means it's out of two options. <sighs> Dak Prescott, like I, I can't name the third cake, the red velvet and German chocolate. So maybe, maybe from from that thought track, if you if if they were to ask him who's the other guy, it could mm. be Pat Mahomes. Mm. So Dak Prescott, one of his favorites. You watch the football all day, but yeah. Man. Man, listen, Law Nation, I know you're going to go live three more times today. I beg of you. Yeah. I beg of you. Go to ESPN and <laughs> go to ESPN and find that clip. Aaron Rodgers is gloating over number four. It's our time, Law Nation. Please, he is, Law, time, he is Law Nation on all YouTube and video platforms. He is Law's Nation on social media. Thank you very much, sir. Hey, Tom, man, you one of my favorites, bot. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, so is that two or three or four or five? Appreciate you, brother. Leg of the piece. Leg of the piece. <sighs> hey, man, let's just get back to this clip real fast. Yo, chat, you want to see something funny? Foot's about to send me straight to voicemail. Let's see. Your call has been forwarded. All right, let's go ahead and see what Aaron Rodgers talking about. And get into this rhythmic, here we go, into like... Rhythmic, let's go back. The... And get into this rhythmic. Here we go, rhythmic. into like uh, dummy, 
using it as a dummy sometimes, doing it twice into like other cadences. I mean, I've, the last four or five weeks, I've gotten to see more of, of their games, yeah. and I just want to say like. He's playing a position in a really impressive way. In an impressive way. <laughs> yeah, look. Yo, look. He ain't just doing. He ain't just all right. He ain't just winning. He's playing the position in an impressive way. <laughs> Whatever reason, maybe because he's the Cowboys quarterback and it's one of those premier positions in sports. Yeah, I um, know. Like I feel like the Green Bay quarterback has been for a long time and some other you know, positions in, in various sports. He might take a little more shit than than he deserves, or, or maybe it's deserving of the position, I guess. But I love the way he's playing, and I love the way he's playing, like really playing. I'm not talking about just oh making good throws. I'm talking about like it seems more rare that guys are actually really playing a position where you're making adjustments, you're handling everything line of scrimmage. Now you're doing this crazy cadence stuff. He say, man, it ain't even about the good throws. Like, look, like, doc, like, just listen to what y'all ain't listening, man. Y'all ain't listening. It's people out here that think that think Dak Prescott can't even throw. It's people out here that think Dak Prescott can't even throw. And Aaron Rodgers out here, like, oh yeah, he can th- he can throw a list. Here, here go, here go. Here. Fusty King, this is Vash Lombardi live from the Vash Lombardi podcast. Do you have two and a half minutes for me, please? I have two and a half minutes, sir. Skirt, so, uh, uh, Fuss, how how do you quantify one of, <laughs> one of my favorites? Like if I say, Fuss, you like red velvet cake? You say, yeah, Vash, red velvet is one of my favorites. Is that one of three cakes? Is it one of five? <laughs> Or is it one of, or is it, or is it one of like eighteen or thirty-two or something? How do you quantify one of my favorites, Fuzzy? How many cakes is that? So, I, it's crazy. I was just watching live. I was like, I was lost. Um, if you, if you saying one of my favorites, right? Oh, he was watching live. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites. I'm gonna say one of three. Mm. One of three. I'm mm. not. I don't have a. I don't have a, a worldwide. Uh, you can't be one of fifty. And man, you don't have a favorite. You like everything. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, for spitting. Oh, for spitting. For spitting. For spitting. Hold on, Fuss. Hold on. You're going crazy. Fuss, say that shit again. You're going crazy, Fuss. Say that shit again. If you have 20 and it's one of your favorites, then that ain't your favorite. You, you don't even like this shit. You know what I'm saying? You just talking. Oh, damn. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. You 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 just talking? What, what what's the what? Can I know what the convo is, Ross? What are we talking about? Right? So, Fusty King, I was minding my business, and I'm I'm looking at this nationally syndicated television show, the Pat McAfee podcast, presented to you by ESPN and SeatGeek. Aaron Rodgers is on there. You know, everybody tunes in when Aaron Rodgers come to visit Pat McAfee. Now, Foots, uh, Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rodgers. This is what he said: Aaron, you one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You have an interesting cadence. Let me ask you a question about cadences. Dak Prescott has a very interesting cadence. What goes into a cadence? What do you like about a cadence? Ooh, I, know do you, going. I know we're going now. Hold on, first, I know we're going. Hold on, first, how do you describe a good cadence? And you know what Aaron Rodgers did? He didn't talk about cadences. He proceeded for three minutes to <laughs> talk about how good Dak Prescott is playing and unprovoked and unforeseen, Fuster King. He wanted to let Pat McAfee and uh, uh, ESPN's 10 million subscribers, hold on, and, and the 200 and the 24,000 people that watch this in a very short amount of time. He wanted to let those people know that not only was Dak Prescott playing great football, but he's one of my favorites. What's the king? How many quarterbacks out of 32 does it mean when Aaron Rodgers say, he didn't say Jalen Hurst's name, does Aaron Rodgers say he's one of my favorites? So I'm going to tell you, it means literally like one of two. Because Aaron, we know Aaron, you talking about a dude who thinks literally about everything he says does. You talking about a joker who spent 15 days in the dark. So. He didn't thought about everything in life, uh, and also that's his paid spot when he does that. Uh, that yeah, yeah. Uh, when he joins McAfee, yeah. right? <laughs> that's you know what I mean, Scott. That's his paid but, time, so yeah. he ain't he ain't on there. He knows everything he says is going to be quoted, and, and, and you better know I quote tweeted. Yeah, yeah. The fact is this, bro. He ain't he ain't wrong, dog. Yeah. Watch the film, dog. You you watching that? Read, 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 read. 
I'm not going to say nobody else, but come on, bro. We watching the band play RPO football, and that's good, but what are we talking about? You know what? Let me hang up. Bye. Scott, I don't want to get these people too much. Right, Listen, Scott, yeah. at the end of the day, he, yeah. he, he said it. Why y'all mad at us? Why they mad at us? Why they mad at us? Why, why I, they mad? I don't know why they mad. What? Yo, 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 Fussy King, you going crazy right now. We're still microphone not working, but <laughs> yo, yo, listen, hey, yo, listen, Fuss, hey, yo, listen, Fuss, we're still microphone not working, but he waving in the camera saying you going crazy right now. I see him backstage waving in the camera. Yo, you going crazy. You know, you know, you know, you know, Aaron is calculated. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. He knew what he was saying when he said that, bro. He did not trust me. He's not just throwing out compliments because trust me, Aaron thinks he's still better than all these quarterbacks in the league. Of course like he that's just who he thinks he is. Of course. So if he if he giving Dak a compliment, trust me, he needs it. <laughs> Bob, thank you for having me because I'm so glad I got to see this on this on this on this live broadcast of 1K people. I love y'all and I love you, Bob. Hey, and I love that front man. Hey man, hey man. Likewise, Fuss, you are one of my favorites, man. Uh, Fuss the King on all. I'm platforms. one of three. You, you one of three, Fuss the King. Appreciate you, man. The conference has appreciate been. You, appreciate you. He's one of five on the roundtable. All right, Chad. Look, we've only gotten into three minutes of this thing. Let's just go ahead. Like I love it, and I just want to shout out Dak for like really impressing me. Um, I mean, Hey, man, Dad, he doesn't hear that a lot. No, he doesn't. Doesn't hear you to hear that a lot. Uh-uh. Wait, good, Dad. Here we go. <laughs> but that, but the, the evolution of the, of the, you know, of the cadence from my. Bro, we are three minutes and twenty five seconds in, and he's just now saying something about the cadence. Boy, I'm not gonna sit up here and let y'all play with me. My perspective, you know, mm-hmm. Brett obviously uh, came up with a rhythmic cadence that has a snap point a little bit different than maybe we grew up, where it was like down set hike or go, you know, and he snapped the ball on the hike or the go. Sure. Um, this this became a snap point at different times, whether it's right. second number or second color, and created this rhythmic type of cadence that you also were able to adjust to drop people off sides. Sure. Then there was the fad with the Omaha stuff that, that I think Peyton was doing. All right, let's see. We got out of, uh, of a cadence later. In Green Bay, to uh, as I think it's you know twelve on the field for a long time as well, where we're taking shots. But it, all right, let's watch the film, y'all. Let's <laughs> let's get to some film. All right, cool. He's saying some shit that ain't got nothing to do with folks. It's all right. Whatever though. He's saying some shit that ain't got nothing to do with Dak Prescott. Some shit. All right, y'all. Let's. Uh, I got a little film I wanted to show y'all, man. We ain't got to do too too much here. I just wanted to share some things with with you all. I'm glad y'all came here. Glad y'all came here. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Let's run this first play. At 359. There we are. We're going to go to OBS and transition. Boom. Hey. All right, y'all. We got about nine plays. I ain't going to take too, 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 too long because I do want to get into the call and see what y'all talking about. All right. <clears throat> We're going to run these plays, then we're going to come back and talk about what I think is important about these plays, okay? All right. So, basically, what we have is, and, and listen, y'all, Tyron Smith is playing at a very Pro Bowl level. But we got Tyron Smith one-on-one, and then we got a uh, we got a, we got a little four-for-four four on this backside here. I'll just run it back for you one more time. <clears throat> we got a little four-for-four four on this backside right here. What I really wanted to highlight to y'all and I kind of said this yesterday, and if you follow me on Twitter, then we can have that conversation also. But we 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 can't keep looking at TP like he's not a complete running back at this point. I think the development of the run game is coming. I think as the offensive line gets uh gets you know even even more healthy and more continuity, and Tyron just stops practicing and Zach starts to get a little more healthy, um, then this O line is just going to keep getting better. They just have to keep playing better. But I think one thing in the pass protection department that uh, that we just simply cannot sleep on is how much better Tony Pollard has gotten. Actually, I do I still have that? Let me see. Tony, 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 Tony. There we go. I'll take that out of my recycle bin and I'll just run it. I actually went to go look at all the plays where Tony Pollard was involved in some type of pass protection. We'll just do it like this. We'll just do it. We just saw this play moving forward. Tony Pollard at the running back. And what's most important is that he's out of Dak's lap. 
he's all the way out of Dak's lap. Some running backs, you know, they'll step up and they'll get hit and they'll get pushed backwards a little bit. So power matters for for a running back blocking. Also, um, they'll they'll get pushed backwards into the quarterback's lap. The quarterback can't step up. Quarterback can't move. Quarterback can't navigate. I wish I had a little. I wish I had a little marker or something. I wish I had like a little, like a little draw tool. Trust me, it's coming. But this little seal that the offensive line and Tony Pollard creates, fantastic for Dak Prescott. He can step up, move around, do all he wants to. Even here, stepping up, he wants to be a hill guy to Tyron. Perfectly fine. Psh, do your thing. Helping steal here. Psh, help steal. Get your work in. Uh, if 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 uh, Tony's one on one with with uh with uh, one of these uh blitzing characters, fine. As long as you're out of Dak's lap, boom. There's the wall. There's the crease. Yo, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard was going absolutely crazy in Pass Pro, and I just feel like it's one thing to just come out and say it, because a lot of people come out and say it. They say, oh. Tony was a little better in pass pro vibes. I'm like, all right, cool. But I, I, I just think y'all need to have a visual of that sometimes. Y'all need to know what that looks like. So you can really know what Tony looks like. Tony used to get taken off the field. Um, he used to get taken off the field on third downs because he wasn't pass pro guy. He, he, he'd be great at receiving. Um, but seeing where he's at now, my word, my word, my word. Something else that we've been trying to get going for a while at the 14-15 mark is the daggum screen game. And a part of the screen game is is timing. You know, we have to all be in sync. That's the pass catcher, the quarterback, and the offensive line. And to be fair, running screens are very detail oriented, right? You, you have to have. I wonder, can I make this about me real quick? Shit. Okay, so you have to have um you have to have a level of of detail to run these screens. And when we talk or you know when we hear the players talk about it you know Kellen Moore and his offense and 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 things like that you know it, it, there wasn't a bunch of nuance it wasn't a bunch of detail when they would draw plays up it was just like they would just go out and do it well if you're Mike McCarthy and you have this west coast system and it's all about timing it's all about being a sink it's all about precision and things of that nature then sure the offensive line we're all gonna block and then leave at the same time Rico is gonna flow with those guys Dak is gonna get to a to a certain amount of steps turn boom Dak is gonna look away first and you actually see if I can bring this back you actually see Brandon Cooks down bottom clearing this out Brandon Cooks clearing this out, taking his linebacker with him, taking his linebacker with him. All this is important. It's the small things about screen game. It's the small thing about screen game. And it just doesn't surprise me that you have an offense coordinator play caller uh, that's more detail oriented. 57 to get the hell up out of there. And that's, that's exactly where we're going. Um, details matter, y'all. Details matter. Speaking of details, you have an all pro left side but chat let's play a little game let's play a little game chat we we taking a look at 77 and 73 right now just tell me what y'all see some of y'all was in the patreon earlier some of y'all was in the patreon earlier and y'all know the answer to this already but it's perfectly fine we just gonna we just gonna play this game one more time now we got you know like a thousand people watching Got a thousand people watching right now. P, look at look at P Fighters ain't gonna tell nobody. I love that about you, sir. Don't tell nobody what's going on. But for the people that weren't in Patreon today, what do y'all see? What do y'all see? And I'm gonna come back and tell you why. And this shit almost almost made me shed a little tear, man. Because you know, it, it just it just shows me that we moving in the right direction. It just it just tells me that continuity is about to be a real thing. You know, I always preach better dudes over continuity, but but once you got the better dudes, the continuity just you know. Y'all ain't gonna guess. All right, cool. I want y'all to take a look at 77. I want y'all to watch. I want y'all to watch. 77 is gonna go high hand to the outside. Ridiculous punch. He's gonna recover on the shoulder with the right hand. Boom. He's gonna lock this gentleman up and stuff his ass in a locker. Proficient with his hands. Great timing with his hands. I discovered this in the uh, Patreon. Take a look at it from the opposite cartel view. Tyron Smith at left tackle. I want y'all to note this right hand and how fast it gets to his landmark after we land the left punch. We don't want to just land them together. Sometimes we want to land them together, but other times we trying to turn our opponents. So we land them at different times. Tyron Smith is going to strike with his left hand. 
on his opponent. Fop. And then I want y'all to see how this right hand comes up and he really latches on to this character. Mm. If you 56, you ain't going nowhere. If you 56, you ain't going nowhere. And what made me cry is as, as clean as I saw Tyron Smith do this, the punch and grip. I saw 73 doing, I damn near cried. I damn near cried. I damn near cried. Now, Tyler Smith wasn't created in a lab like Tyron was. And they play two different, you know, positions. Guard is going to happen much quicker than tackle will. But what I see is Tyron Smith. If y'all come to the, to the uh, Patreon with me, patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi. Uh, we watch like 50 plays of offensive line every single week. And what you'll see is Tyron Smith winning in multiple ways. Like he'll be a different high land, low hand. It'll be, um, you know, two hands to the inside, one hand to the face. I'll bait you with the inside hand, bait you low. I'll let you defeat my hand quickly replace. Tyron has many techniques um, to defeat defensive linemen. The one thing that you want to see is him teach that to Tyler. And then Tyler uses physical abilities to explode people. And man, I saw this shit and I almost cried, big dog. I almost cried, big dog, because if, there if there's anything about Tyler Smith that we just got to have that we just want so bad, it's the technicals. It's the technicals. Speaking of Tyron Smith, first of all, I want y'all to note how clean this pocket is at 2037. I just want y'all to note how clean this damn pocket is, man. Come on, son. Come on, son. We could just draw this wall right here. But if we come back, take a look at Tyron Smith and how dominant he's been. Look at how dominant he's being right now. It's, it's almost like once he, and we, we, we understand Tyron's grip strength, right? Like once he gets hands on you, he typically doesn't let go. He, he, he latches onto you. And 56 just had a long night, man. He just, he just wasn't good enough. You know, when Conor McGregor knocked out, um, Eddie Alvarez, he was like, Hey man, you gotta have some attributes, bro. You gotta have some attributes, man. You gotta have, you know, speed, power, quickness, time. You gotta have something, bro. You just can't. You just can't be a tough guy and just roll out there against me. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, it's not going to work that way. It's not going to work that way. Um, 4009. Let's go to the 4009 timestamp. We just sort of winging it right now. We got it, but we just sort of winging it. Let me see what this looks like. I wrote down Tyler, but let's see what happens here. Okay. So once again, another clean ass pocket. And trust me, I'm going somewhere with this clean ass pocket. Here's the wall for you. Here's that arch for you. There's that bend right there, right? And I just don't think it can be talked about enough how impressive it is. I said this yesterday. There's there's not a there's not a defensive lineman um that I think Tyler Smith can't block. Or a defensive tackle that I think Tyler Smith can't block. And y'all don't know how hard it is. I mean, y'all, I'm sure y'all have an idea, but none of us know. Um, of just one-on-one, I'm just going to wrestle with Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen is a dude. Dude, dude, dude. And Tyler Smith is just going to latch on and just be strong. Incredible. See, he's going to catch touchdown, by the way. But just, he's, he's going to latch on to be strong. Incredible pocket, by the way. And watching all this film made me go back to this play chat. Let me take my glasses off to make sure we on point here. Okay. And let me also cut the music down just so I don't get distracted here. Okay. Let's just run this play. Then we'll come back and talk about it. And after we'll talk about it, we'll go into, um, we'll go into, uh, we'll go into the phone. See what y'all talking about. Okay. Just go into the phone. So we're going to get a little bit of push motion. You know, the formation is kind of tight right here. Let me see. Y'all got me on the OBS. Sure. I'll go ahead and take me off. We ain't doing nothing else. The, the, the um, formation is kind of tight right here. Everybody's kind of bunched up right here, but you saw the end result of the play. CDs running the slant right here. Well, it's bodies in here. So we have to, you know, clear these bodies out. We have to clear dudes out, right? Very purposeful play calling and motion running here, right? 
Dak is going to send Tony in motion. It's still a uh, three by two formation. It's just three by two into into three by two. But we got a lot more space right there, right? Because they're matching up with their man coverage, right? I got a thing I call, hey, okay, look, you either in man coverage or you in man-man coverage, right? If this was like a regular man coverage, then Tony and CD will switch, but the corners would just acknowledge that they just switch, but they'll just stay where they are. They'll just hold position, right? But when defense is matching their man coverage, I say, oh, you and man-man. I, I, I just say it like that all the time because I'm extra. Oh, you and man-man. When you see Tony Pollard run to the outside, he takes a linebacker with him. Perfect. Fine. Whatever. Do your thing, playboy. I just want to come back to this cartel view right here. Um, when when Tony takes a linebacker with him, it just clears out a bunch of space right here. He walks down, and now you get this wide open lane for CD right here. Now, I know at the end of this play, CD ends up, it looks like, you know, three dudes are on CD, or just three dudes are around CD. They're not triple covering CD, but just three dudes are around CD. And maybe Dak just in his mind felt like, hey, I just want to get rid of the ball right here, right? I just want to stay on my timing and just get rid of the ball. Well, when the Cowboys offensive line was playing badly, that might be Dak's mindset. But as of late, you've been hearing Mike McCarthy say, hey, pass protection been great. You hear Dak say, hey, pass protection been great. So I wonder, chat, is CD the first read because he feels away? Is he the first read because maybe he feels that he just need to get rid of, he, he, he needs to get rid of the ball quickly, right? Chat, I want y'all to notice two things about this play. First of all, Cousin Tony's going to run outside the numbers here, way, way outside the numbers. He really spreads his formation out. This is a linebacker on him, and I don't think that this linebacker is more athletic than Cousin Tony. This safety kind of cheated over to Tony's side a little bit so you can't throw the ball to Tony, but I implore everybody in this chat box right now, all 1,084 of y'all, to write this down. It will be on the test. There will be a time where we're going to be facing man, and they're going to be in man-man. You're going to get one safety high, and that safety just kind of going to, you know, not cheat the Tony side. That safety is just going to not cheat the Tony side. If I had to guess why this safety kind of cheating over, I don't think they cheating the Tony. I just think that they're just trying to, you know, protect themselves from like CD lamb leverage, right? If CD works inside, there's dudes inside. If CD lamb works deep to the outside, there's dudes there, right? It just makes sense. But one day I think we're going to go back. They're going to see this look and they're going to try Tony down the field. But what I want y'all to look at in particular is I want y'all to look at the, at the, at the two wide receiver up top. That's when you read from outside to inside. So Gallup is the one guy right here. Brandon cooks is the two guy. Just look at Brandon cooks. Just look at Brandon Cooks, man. Just want y'all to look at him. Just want y'all to look at Brandon Cooks. Now, chat, before you say something, this isn't me criticizing Dak Prescott. Because he's Aaron Rodgers' top three quarterback. This isn't me criticizing Dak Prescott. But I wonder if one day we just continue to improve as an offense and we evaluate the defensive lines that we go against. We have a conversation as a family about where we think our pass protection is versus their pass rushers. And we go, you know what? Our old line is playing so good. I can afford to be in the pocket for another tick and a half to find the deeper guy. We've been throwing deep balls a lot more lately. You know what I'm saying? But I just wonder. If we just had one extra tick, would he go, hey, I know CD's here. He's going to be wide open there. But I'm trying to hit Brandon Cooks for six. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to hit Brandon Cooks for six. So, and, then, and if you look at the pocket, by the way, let's just come back and look at the pocket here. Let's just see what the offense line did. I mean, you know, they were fine. <laughs> they, were, they could have hung in for, well, I mean, I say that as, as Deron Payne. Gets the one-on-one with Tyler Biotis, but they seem to have, have dealt with him pretty fine. I wonder, in the future, do we look at, at looks like this and go, hey, we can get some extra yards if we just hold the ball here. I trust our offensive line now. Can we hold the football one extra tick, and can we get it done? I think it's on the way, chat. I think it's on the way, chat. 
And since we ain't doing nothing else, I'll just show y'all the Cavante Turbo touchdown. We ain't doing shit else. What, what, what Turbo touchdown at? Right here? We'll just show you the Turbo touchdown. He's the three guy. One, two, three guy. Turbo's inside. Hey, slack guy. Shoom, 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 shoom. Shoom, 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 shoom. Sick of this, man. Sick of this, man. Lorel Blizzard, that's interesting that you say that, right? Against elite. Well, I just want you to ask yourself, right? Think about the Seahawks pass rushes. Are their pass rushes better than the Eagles pass rushes? Or are they better than um, the Jets pass rushes? Are they better than the 49ers? Like, I, I, you know, we've seen bad teams, but we can take something from all those, all those wins. We can take something from all those wins, right? You know, you could be like, oh, well, um, the Seahawks got good corners. Well, but do they have better corners than? I mean, I'm going to say the Jets, but I think the 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 Jets got the best defense. I mean, like like with the 49ers, I guess, and with the Cowboys, I guess. But the Jets defense, as far as like they like personnel wise, like their linebackers, their pass rushes, D linemen, um, and their and their corners. Like I, we played the Jets. We've done fine against them. And we was playing some bullshit offense when we was against them. I just think if we just keep doing what we're doing, man, I don't think it matters who we play against. And I don't want people to to, to confuse good team with winning team. The Eagles are the most winning team in football. That can drop 400 yards and five touchdowns on those guys. I don't know, man. I think, you know, I, I, I just, I just think this is our time, man. This is our time to go out there and prove it. And, Beat the shit out of people, but we'll cross that road whenever we get there. We'll cross that road whenever we get there. Thanks for tuning in to the Vice Lombardi Podcast. You can follow us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. For more bold takes, pre- and post-game reactions, and film breakdowns, check us out on YouTube at The Volume or at Vice Lombardi, 3 p.m. Central, Monday through Thursday. Salute. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.